0: Welcome to the Taking It Outside podcast from Spring Hill Outfitters, the show that connects you with the outdoors, with experts on guns, archery, cooking, outdoor gear, and more. Here's your host, Trent Lassiter.
1: What's going on, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Taking It Outside here with Spring Hill Outfitters. We are excited to have you join us yet again. I am your host, Trent Lassiter. We are happy to have you on board with us today. Thanks for tuning in. As always, you can find us on all major podcast platforms. For example, Apple, Spotify, Google, and Amazon. Make sure you subscribe to us, rate, review us. Only good ratings and good reviews. If it's not going to be good, just bypass that part. Find us on YouTube. Taking it outside on, uh, on YouTube with Spring Hill Outfitters. And again, make sure you subscribe. Check out all of our videos. Give us a good rating on there as well. Thanks to our sponsor, Spring Hill Outfitters. Today, if you're interested in being a part of a future episode, let us know and we can get you on board and uh, your business will probably grow overnight if you sponsor one episode. It's not a guarantee, but we're going to just guess it's going to grow overnight. So uh, thanks again for tuning in. We also have a familiar face with us this morning. I say a Familiar face? A familiar voice that you've heard before. Mr. Lee Gay. Good morning, Lee. Morning. How are y'all? And uh, Lee is our archery manager here at the store. Like we mentioned in the intro episode with Spring Hill Outfitters, one of his passions in life is fishing. and he helps us out here at the store with our fishing department. And today's episode is going to be talking about fishing. Summertime's here, bass fishing, inshore stuff, freshwater. Uh, so, so bait's very important. And, of course, we've got everything they need for Yes
0: for for pond and or uh, lake fishing. Um, everything that I use in the lakes around here I pretty much get from the store. so you know the store kind of if you if you come in into the you know and we're not trying to sell anything but I'm just you know this is, this is what I use but. what what is in what is in the store is what I use and I'm not the best fisherman in the world by any means, but um, I just enjoy it. It's fun to me. Um, <clears throat> I grew up on the back of a bass boat
1: when did you start fishing how old were you i've heard stories of you having a rod holder yeah. on your stroller how old were you there, when you first started there fishing there may or may not have been a
0: rod holder on that stroller <laughs> but now i've heard my daddy we were uh, a few weeks ago it was father's day and um me and him went we were going to take my five-year-old son parker but uh, it was scheduled to rain and about an hour in the trip it started raining but we had a rain gear and it wasn't thunder and lightning, so we were good to go. And luckily the fish were biting, and Daddy, Daddy put a hurting on me. But what, what were we just, what was the beginning of that? How old you were when you started How old fishing? I was, that's right. We got sidetracked. So yeah, so me and Daddy, we went to Falls Lake, and um, he, we went by this little the mouth of this creek. And he was like, well, I remember when you, you were probably seven, eight, nine months old. I had you on the back of my old boat. Uh, in a stroller you know I was fishing right there right there on that point you know that was just something that was cool
1: yeah I can remember it back I don't know how old I was it was I'm guessing I don't know, four or five years old but we had a pond there behind grandpa Lassiter's house and we'd go get a tube of crickets on the weekend and go out there to the pond and I always loved, uh, loved going out catching fish you know we mostly brim we caught a few bass but uh, I can remember at an early age you know that was always fun and while we're talking about fishing at an early age you mentioned your son parker but what uh he, he enjoys it just as much as you do is that right he does he gets bored very
0: quickly but that's the good thing about this time of the year this is one reason this kind of is my favorite time of year too because i can take him and if the fish aren't biting if he gets bored i think my younger was born with gills so <laughs> um he loves swimming um, so you know he can just jump off the back of the boat, and you know, a lot of people are like, well, that's gonna scare the fish. To be honest with you, I think I've caught more fish with that young and splashing in the water than I have
1: with him just being in the boat. I saw a new Disney movie sidetrack just for a second this past week Luca Lucas Luca, yeah, we you ever watched heard that? that Luca, yeah, we watched that this weekend. maybe that's it's like a kid that's supposed be like a sea monster, yep. but he's actually mm-hmm. a kid, but he's actually a sea monster. I mean that's yep. Parker mm-hmm. it could be I no offense to it I've seen be. Parker. No, like, it's not a sea monster. but I've seen signs, but I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, check yeah. out Luca. Is it Luca? Luca's? Lu- Luca. Yeah. Luca. 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 L U C A. We're not sponsored it. by no, Disney. Disney no. Uh, we watched it on Disney Plus. We do like Disney. Disney world. But anyway, yeah. So Luca, check
0: it out. Yeah. This is yeah. kid this is a fish. Anyway, go ahead. But yeah, he. Um. So you know, that's like I say, that's another good thing about this time of year. The water's warmer, which with him, it doesn't really matter. We went uh a few it's probably been two months ago to jordan lake it was actually the major league fishing guys were in town um for their heavy hitters event which is a professional circuit and they come here you know it's kind of kind of a big thing i mean their heavy hitters is kind of a big deal because heavy hitters they're talking about big fish you know north carolina they come here in 2019 and they kind of put jordan falls and sharon harris on the map out there to the the fishing community throughout the whole united states you know i mean they were catching you know 11 i don't think they called it 12 but they caught you know some 11 plus pound bass it's Pretty stout for northern strain. Now, these are not Florida strain bass, but
1: so these heavy, this is like a circuit that travels around the whole country. Yep, yeah, major than, league, like, major league stuff. fishing, and they travel to different lakes and mm-hmm. places, I guess. And how they fish all summer and all year, yeah,
0: spring to the um throughout
1: the summer. That's cool. And
0: speaking of North Carolina with bass fishing, a few weeks ago we had uh, the Bass Masters had their Bass Master Classic on Lake Ray Roberts in uh, Texas. You know, North Carolina, we've always, you know, we've had, we've got several big names have come out of North Carolina in the fishing world. David Fritz, Hank Parker, for you older guys. But <clears throat> the Bassmaster Classic a few weeks ago was won by a man named Hank Cherry. He uh, resides in Lincolnton, North Carolina, uh, which is in the western part of the state. He's around Lake Norman, which is a big spotted bass area. And the man that came in second was Mr. Matt Airy. He's actually from Shelby, North Carolina. So you got all these guys from all throughout the United States, you know, going after this coveted trophy. And uh, Mr. Hank Cherry actually won it in 2020 as well on Lake Guntersville. So he's one of the few that has won the classic back-to-back. I think there's seven, six or seven individuals that won the classic back-to-back and only a handful that have two classics. So I think there may be maybe 15 people that have won multiple classics.
1: Hmm. Going back to kids and Parker, how much your son, uh, Parker, enjoys fishing. I know we've always talked about kids and getting kids involved at an early age. And my nephew, uh, Sarah, and Mike's uh, little one, John, that boy's five, maybe six years old now. He
0: I think, be he, seven. I think I he's know. nine
1: months older than Parker. Maybe. Six. Six. So if you're listening, John, I'm sorry, six, six, we'll say six years old. And, and uh, just this year, he, he loves, he loves fishing. He would rather be fishing than doing anything else. Mike told me this past week, a story one night he wanted to go fishing. They've got a couple of ponds there around their house and he wanted to go fishing. And Mike was like, no, you know, uh, we got too much going on. I'll take you tomorrow morning. And Mike, in his mind, was thinking that John was going to forget about him telling him that. But 630 a.m., The next morning, Mike gets woken up by John, who is shaking him at the side of the bed, 6.30, with his big bass T-shirt. It's what John called it. Where's my big bass T-shirt? And said, Daddy, it's morning. The sun's up. Let's go fishing. So Mike got up, and they went fishing for three hours. And from what I've seen on Facebook, they've actually had pretty good luck. Uh, One thing Papa told John is don't tell anybody where you go fishing. So if you see John and ask him where he caught all his big fish, he won't tell you. The best place to do is tell him to to caught him in the corner of the mouth yep 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 so he uh keeping all of us all of his secret spots to himself but uh, we love seeing the kids hunting fishing too uh you know wanting to get involved and wanting to go and enjoy the outdoors another good friend of ours joey uh joey creech his son landon's which is close to parker's age uh and john's too but he's the same way he loves fishing he loves watching uh hunting videos and and you know you can get a kid five years old six years old to enjoy it hopefully you can raise him up in that and and they'll enjoy it for a while and enjoy the sport and uh, we always enjoy having kids come in the store you know so if you ever want to bring bring them out, we've got animals on the wall all kinds of zebras and big deer and elk and turkeys and stuff for them to look at fish on the wall and i always love seeing kids come shop with us as well as enjoy the outdoors because that's the future of the uh the industry and uh you know a lot of older folks i hunt now they age out of it. We got to have some young guys get in, and, and lifetime license. We sell a hunting license here at the store while we're on that lifetime license, are a great investment for a young person. If you get them before they're a year old, they're quite a bit cheaper than as an adult. Very uh, much. So it's very it's a
0: uh, it's worth it. I've had whenever I was younger, um, my mother was blessed to know General Lee, and he actually um, helped my mother and father get me a lifetime hunting and fishing license back in the 80s and Mr. General he um he did a lot of framing my mother helped him do some framing stuff and I still have um where he framed my certificate um
1: for my lifetime license and I have it hanging in the house. And General Lee for those of you who don't know General Lee is not like car generally. General yeah. Lee, his name was Charles Ray Lee. Yes. And uh close family friend of ours passed away a few years ago, but he was uh very big in conservation in in our county. But he got a lot of kids involved and got us involved in Ducks mm-hmm. Unlimited when I was eleven or twelve years old and super cool guy. he's gone but he uh he was a cool dude so Yeah he was uh so yeah kids we uh we love kids getting involved. We always encourage you to take a kid fishing, take a kid sure. hunting when you have the opportunity. And uh speaking of opportunities uh, you know it's hard sometimes if you hunt. A lot of folks come to the store that live are new to the area don't own a lot of land. They want to go hunting and they have a hard time in this area finding somewhere to go hunting. The good thing is about fishing is not quite that hard. There's plenty of places, uh, public areas in our in our great state of North Carolina to find, such as Falls Lake and other areas you can go and fish, which makes it nice. Rivers, lakes, and streams. And while we're on that, I will give a quick PSA on don't fish on private land you know uh there's a lot of public areas you can fish we are fortunate enough to have on some of our farms in the area to have some some nice ponds on that family and friends and and our kids go fishing on and and we about on a weekly basis this time of year have to run somebody off because they just assumed they saw water was it google earth yeah you can see yeah, ponds yeah. and they'll find a pond and just go fish it mm-hmm. and assume it's okay but it's not so don't abuse the privilege it is a privilege and there's plenty of opportunities in this area and it's not just north carolina wherever you may be listening i'm sure there's public areas around where you live to to go fishing just make sure you don't just go fishing on somebody's pond That's now, right. that that makes it where you know i remember whenever i was younger
0: you used to be to go you know if you saw a pond when you were driving down the road and there was a house beside of it you know go knock on the door and ask politely for permission You know see if you could fish it you you know about 50 50 some people would say yes some people say no but i think now if you were to do that it'd probably be about 75 25 on that now um just because people being people um you know kind of they don't they don't respect other people's property you know as it's their own leave trash out there you know and then you know it takes one person leaving a a pepsi cam beside of a pond and you know um, upsetting the landowner because you're littering on their land, you know, they're not going to let anybody else go
1: out there. That's right. So we talked about this kind of being the prime time of the year. Well, let's say we're in prime time now. What, I mean, how long does this go as far as end of June or July, as far as prime time bass fishing? How long do they have to really have the best chance to catch fish? Well, I mean, really for me, I try to go 365
0: <laughs> days if I can. Um, now, I like to go about two, two times a week, but yeah, I mean, you know, snow and stuff like that, it's gonna be kinda tough, but these fish that I that um, I've been chasing around at falls, they seem to be kinda of behind right now. About two two weeks behind. They're not they're not on their stuff, like they're supposed to be. I had a tournament there a couple weeks ago and they just won't where they were supposed to be. But it you know it varies throughout the year you know different years different winters you know had water temperature it's all about water temperature and thermocline where the where the bait fish like to get uh, right now it seems like the bait on uh, uh, my last trip the bait seemed to be in getting deeper single in that ten to twelve foot range so that's going to put the bass you know the bass are going to try to get underneath them a little bit um, and feed up on them so I mean you know it all depends on the weather you'll probably be able to catch these fish. Deep all the way up till you know the last week of September, and then they'll start to transition. Whenever the water starts to turn over, um the bait fish will kind of start going back to the bank, getting ready for the winter. You know, the fall and the winter, and the bass they'll be feeding up, trying to get ready. You know, for you know our winters are bipolar.
1: Sometimes it'll be hot, sometimes it'll be cold, sometimes it'll be both about time of day so i know used to growing up we always went to the pond like late in the afternoon and grandpa always told me the best time to catch fish was late in the day was it what time of day is ideal
0: it varies for what, what you're doing but like ponds and stuff around here first thing in the morning late in the evening get on that top water bite if you you know if you never you never seen a a bass blow up on a buzz bait or a pop or a frog or anything like that. I mean, that that just gets your adrenaline going. For me, fishing like brush piles and stuff like that seems like middle of the day, deep. Seems to work a little better when the sun gets up. Kind of gets these fish position a little bit tighter to cover. Like a tournament that I had a few weeks ago that they weren't quite like they were supposed to be. It was overcast, and I got a couple buddies that... We're on a 30-pound bag, which is, which is. I mean, it's very doable this time of the year. It falls. Um, five fish for 30 pounds. I mean, that's, that's good. Very good. Um, but what won that tournament won it being 27, so that's still very, very, very good. If if them boys would have had some sunlight, I think it would have been a different story for them. They're just some of those local hammers that we have. They actually, um, one of them actually does shop with us with archery stuff. Hmm. So um, it's kind of where I met him was in the 3D woods, and he I've kind of quit shooting 3D.
1: He's kind of quit shooting 3D, and now we see each other Focus out on there fishing. on the lake. Yep. Well, and and Lee is, like I mentioned uh, a while ago, Lee has a, a lot of knowledge on that stuff, and Lee's around most days, for the most part, off on Tuesday. But if you uh, – we wanted to spend just a few minutes today kind of talking about some – some things that he had on his mind as far as bass fishing and inshore freshwater kind of stuff and uh if you have any more questions feel free to come by i don't have a lot of knowledge about a lot of things in life but uh this is not my expertise and lee's a great resource. he's here he'd love to help you out if you want to come by love to come by and shop with us or if you just want to come by and ask some questions he's here most days uh so swing by and talk to lee i do more saltwater fishing myself and uh, i'm not an expert on that either but i uh, I enjoy it, and that's actually going to be another episode talking more about saltwater offshore kind of stuff than what we 're on right now so uh it's we're not just a hunting store, we sell fishing stuff, uh, fishing gear, apparel coolers, lots of summertime stuff, and wanted to do some another summertime episode being that we're in June and it's hot outside very hot it's hot I like winter i I, I can always put on enough clothes <laughs> in the winter to stay warm. You can never take enough off Not in public no. <laughs> It's frowned upon I tell you It's You know We tried it once And it's, it's not good So uh, You cannot take off Enough clothes In public At home What you do in your own backyard Different story That's between you And the cameras And the neighbors But uh, I'm a winter Fall winter kind of guy Summer I, I mean Summer's not I like going to the beach But It's hot Hot. So, uh, anyway, that's about all we have for today's episode. We've got some fun stuff coming up. Kamado Joe's going to be joining us here in a week or two talking about some grills and some recipes and some fun grilling stories. Mr. Patrick Hunter from Kamado Joe's going to be joining us. And uh, a lot of fun stuff planned. We encourage you to give us some feedback. Let us know some things you would like us to talk about. People you want to hear on the show, we can bring them on. If you want to be a sponsor, we can get you on here and talk with us about whatever you may have, as long as it's legal and there's no obscenities or vulgar language. we to have you come join us. Don't cuss. Actually, we can beep it out if you do cuss. So. Josh Marks. Yeah, Josh, if you're listening, we're ready for you. Uh, but no, thanks for tuning in. As I mentioned before, Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon. Check us out on all major podcast platforms. Subscribe, rate, review, like, don't dislike don't bad review check us out on youtube taking it outside the spring hill outfitters taking it outside youtube channel and as always we're located in eastern north carolina right on interstate 95 at exit 101 just off the frontage road so come by and see us check out our website facebook all that kind of good stuff we'd love to hear from you'd love to uh talk to you and meet new people so uh anything else you want to add lee yeah i was gonna say hopefully um on our youtube
0: channel we'll have uh we're posting some videos um, of maybe maybe some fish catches, maybe some uh, rigging uh, stuff like that. We we'll, uh, we hadn't hadn't really talked about it, but kind of got a itch to do some, something
1: like that. I don't know if Trent took any videos. I did. We actually just posted a uh, just posted a, a oh, yeah. recap video of Big Rock, and if you see that, it's more of a recap of the boat ride of the Great Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> There's not many fish in there. Uh the winter we did get a picture of the winning fish which was not ours but it's a pretty cool video we got some new cameras and new stuff we got coming in for uh for this new venture and uh, hopefully we're gonna have some more fishing videos coming up soon that you actually see fish in. and uh, as we get closer to hunting season you're gonna come along hunting with spring hill outfitters and you're gonna be in the dove field and the duck line and the deer stand and lots of fun exciting things playing coming your way so uh stay tuned for more Lee thanks for being here thank y'all for listening until next time remember to take it outside